Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. This is Off Track with Hinch and Rossi. In an unbelievable turn of events, uh, James is on time. His computer works. His microphone works. His speakers work. His internet is not buffering. I Did you move? Is this, is this really James? Don't say anything because now you've just jinxed it and it's something's going to go terribly wrong mid-show. I did think you? I'm just going to leave. I don't think... Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like James's PhD brother is in place of him right now because that that is potentially true. Yeah. This is a problem that my brother could solve. He is much better at solving problems of all kinds than I am. Um, I will preface by saying that Becky is out of the house right now, and I know she's coming home soon. So I know that there will be a dog interruption, an aggressive dog interruption at some point in the next 45 minutes. I thought you were going to blame her for whenever you have bad Internet, like she somehow spills the Internet, too. To be fair, I mean, when she's not here, it does seem to go more smoothly. Well, James, um, there's something that's not on the text about what we're going to go over today because you and I have a surprise for we do for our our cohort here. We do, and I'm 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 sorry that I was not able to deliver it to his house when he was home, so that we could have gotten a video to share with you. But we do have him on video, and we are going to ask him to grab the package that was dropped off at his house that uh, his girlfriend Kelly kindly accepted and presented. And uh, we would like you to now open said package right here on air. You can hear the wrappers coming off. He's he's starting to giggle. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) You bought me a fan. Did you read what it says on the side? Because I want to be very clear here. We did not buy this. Right. right. 2020 <laughs> Fanimation Fans Fan Award voted on by fans. And it's a <laughs> hang on. Let's be hang clear, on. it's a fan. It's it's the <laughs> it's the Fanimation Fans Fan Award fan voted on right. by fans. Yes. Right. <laughs> um okay. Well, I am a I am a fan of fans. I have Fanimation fans <laughs> in my house. Um, Fanimation fans has been a fan of this podcast for quite some time, and we're a fan of the, you know, fans that they gave us. We'd be more of a fan if Fanimation fans would give us money, though. Just (laughs) you have to you have to ruin a good thing, don't you, Alex? Um, So yes, he has a Fanimation fan that says the 2020 fan favorite. Do we know what's in here? Probably. Yeah, those are. I don't know. No, those are um, fan. They're very difficult uh, to open. Battery-powered fan pens, so that way when you're writing, you can still stay cool. Wait, I want one of those. Well, there's two in there, so you can have one there. Um, <laughs> Tim cannot have one. This, I mean, I prefer my animation <laughs> fans fan award fan to my fanimation. So, 
so just a, a little bit of background, right? Obviously, Alex was the 2020 fan favorite award winner, it's but as obviously. discussed, has that has sorry. that election been certified yet? Yeah. <laughs> well, we got to wait till December to see how the college votes. But um, he was very distraught, as discussed on this podcast, that he was not given a physical award to, as he, he's blowing the pen fan in our faces now, uh, <laughs> to commemorate and immortalize this very great win. He was He's licking the fan now. I don't recommend that. Wow. We're so sorry to everybody at Fanimation. <laughs> yes, this is not going well. And, but so he, he got a box of pizza, which, again, we still, I think we're all on the same page. We're not entirely sure why it was a box of pizza, but that's what he got. And he was upset that that was not something you could hang on to and, like, put on the trophy cabinet or in the trophy cabinet or on the shelf to remember this moment. Guys, not only so, can I put this on the shelf, I can use it every day. Like I can you, put it's it on a, my desk. It, it's, it's a actually, cool fan. It's a, it it's looks a great, really cool. It, it, it's everything about it is awesome. I'm gonna remove <laughs> the stickers on it of myself. No, <laughs> no, <laughs> leave them. That's part of it. Okay, that's fine. Well, speaking <laughs> of speaking of a kind of racing related things that are on my desk, um, I wanna I wanna share something with you that'll the humor will be a little bit lost on Tim. Um, but I think the rest of the fans on our show and James will get the Fanimation so, fans. Yes. Um, so <laughs> I received sorry, 45 minutes, huh? No, I said at some point in the next 45 minutes. All right. So as a, as a kind of going away gift, if you will, I received two, um, model replicas of the Acura kind of DPI car, right? Well, oh, cool. much to my despair, it was one of the uh, front end plates is broken off. And I was upset, but then I was kind of like, <laughs> that's actually... Was it broken that, off or was it left off intentionally to make it a more accurate replica? Exactly. This is now a very accurate replica. However, when I picked it up, the rear wing also just came off. So I feel like oh. this is a very poorly made replica, if you will. Good thing I have another one. Um, I should probably keep it in a box, though, because it's not going to withstand the test of time. Um, but yes, uh, my desk is now full of little trinkets that are very near and dear to me. So I appreciate everyone at Fanimation for uh, doing that. That's very cool. That's very special. And you um, far surpassed anything that uh, IndyCar has given me this year. So thanks, guys. <laughs> I'll be honest. I thought we were like really creative coming up with going to Fanimation to get the fan award thing. Apparently, they used to do that. Like that, that used to be the standard. Like fan yeah, like until 2018, gift. they gave a Fanimation fan as the fan award. That was like the thing. I've actually no got one from 2012. Oh, that makes, I did know that. That makes a lot of sense. Well, hey, maybe they'll start doing it again and save next year's winner of the, the IndyCar Fan Award the confusion of receiving a box of cold pizza. Well, the alternative was we were going to get you a trophy with a slice of pizza on top, and then it was like, hang on, let's see if we can get a fan for free. <laughs> no, hang on, <laughs> let's not spend any money on Alex. Yeah, exactly. Right. <laughs> It's the thought that counts, Alex. It's the thought that counts. It's like we'll it's post, like uh, you, we'll you definitely would have purchased you definitely would have purchased it on um, the off track credit card, which ultimately James and I pay for. It's like it's like your wife buying you a <laughs> gift, buying you a gift with your credit card. 
I'll never forget hearing a story from from Tony a couple years ago about how he got this new, I don't know if it was a Rolex, I think it was an Omega for Christmas from his wife. And he thought it was really cool. And then two days later, he saw it was on his credit card statement. So he was like, oh, I bought myself a watch. It's the thought <laughs> that counts, Alex. You're thinking about it all wrong. But the worst part what? is Lauren Kanan got me a Rolex that year too. Interesting. Also on Tony's credit card. <laughs> also on Tony's credit card. Um, but that actually reminds me of an article I read this morning uh, in GQ or on GQ. I didn't have the physical magazine because like it's 2020. But it's about it was a George Clooney interview. And they touch on this like fable, this legend that George gave. I think George. I feel like you have to say his full name every time you mention him because it's weird to just refer to him as George. Unless you're so, in the top 14. Right, right. So <laughs> so George Clooney had, you know, allegedly given his 14 best friends a million dollars cash as like a thank you each. for all the support. Each, each. Yeah. Uh, like taxes prepaid, so they just got to walk away with a Toomey suitcase full of a million dollars cash, no strings attached, as a thank you for all the support they had given him at various stages throughout his career when he was broke and sleeping on couches and needed loans and whatever, whatever. And Guys, see, I'm he for so the f- excited to receive not only my one million dollars from Tim Durham, but also <laughs> my one million dollars from Connor Daly. That that's yeah, that's a great point. I mean, if any, yeah, we we've got some we've got some money coming our way potentially here. Yeah, um, it's, it's going to be a while for both. Well, of you us. never know. <laughs> so so he George confirmed that this story is true. Um, a lot of people thought it was after he made like dumb money selling Casamigos and got his cut of a billion dollars. That's actually not true. It was before he sold Casamigos. Oh, this I didn't just, realize that. I thought this was like yeah, this, this year. Is just, no, this is just being like super wealthy George. It was back in like 2014. So he still and, had money, but not like current oh yeah, George he, Clooney money. He, no, but that's that just shows you that like the fact that he had that kind of money back then and now he has way more money than that. <laughs> I, I texted parts, you guys. I, I just said, "What a what a terrible way to find out you're somebody's fifteenth closest friend." <laughs> <laughs> I hope he at least bought that guy like a lotto ticket, just just in case. Maybe <laughs> maybe the gods will shine down on you and you'll get more money. But it was funny because he was like, "Man, where do I find fourteen million dollars in cash?" And apparently, somewhere in LA, there is a warehouse, and it's a very undisclosed location. It's like you have to know who Why? to know who to know to get in. Yeah, exactly. And they just have pallets and pallets of cash. So he rented. This is a true story. He rented a a van that just said "florist" on the side of it, like he was in like a bad bank robber movie. And you drive the van onto this elevator. It goes down underground, and there's just this warehouse full of money and he takes a million dollars which conveniently fit into a to me suitcase he said it's not as much money that's not as big as you think it is and then he had like one two security guards with him and his personal assistant was the only person he told he was doing this so these two security guards are like sweating their nuts off because they're driving in this like rented i don't know i'm picturing like a like an astro like a gmc astro or something with a magnet that says florist on the side with george clooney driving and 14 million dollars cash in the back trying to get from this undisclosed location back to george's house you got it like you never want to wish ill on somebody but god i wish a tire would have popped like I wish something would have happened. <laughs> Just because of how would you how would he have ever explained that, right? Like imagine if he got pulled over 
And they're like, uh, okay, walk me through this. Like, how do you explain? No, I'm in a I'm in a florist van with fourteen million dollars <laughs> and two armed guards. Yeah, yeah. It's I mean, the actual story is in fact stranger than fiction, right? Like you explain. Oh, I was just gonna give my fourteen best friends a million dollars. He's like, oh yeah. Well, what about your fifteenth best friend? You know, like there would have been so many ways to try to shoot a hole in that story, even though it was in fact a true story. We gotta we gotta start hanging out with George Clooney. We just need better friends, it sounds like. I was going to say, <laughs> I, feel like, I feel like he's already done it once. He's not going to do it it's again. Probably not, especially probably not going to happen Not again. now that he's already super wealthy and everybody knows that he did this. So, again, so, Tim, we're really hanging on to you making a bunch of money because... I'm working on it, man. <laughs> so, like, do you, think, do you think he also gave money to family or this is just friends? And his family is like, cool. That's a good question. I don't know if or there were any he family members like, in that. He already, already gave them. Right. Yeah, I feel like they're probably already taken care of. That's potentially I true. I just don't know that I I, I I don't have 14 friends, let alone 14 friends that are close enough to give a million dollars to. I mean, you did give me a coffee table. That was pretty cool. <laughs> I mean, You gave me an ice maker. And don't get me wrong. I love that coffee table. Well, yeah, I, I, I use my ice maker a lot. Right, but but my point is, that's two. I can maybe think of like four more. So that's six. Okay, but that's okay, cool. so, so then, you're saving then, money. So you're saving. Extend, yeah. <laughs> but no, extend it to like people that helped you in your career that you're still friendly with. Like, you know, I don't I don't want to name names. Right. I don't name people on, on the show. Yeah, but yeah, like, yeah. you know, there are people that have helped you that's that you true. could. That's true. You know. Right. But I mean, still, 14 is a, that's but, a, but it's here's, a number. Here's, that's a sizable here's the number. Big difference. Here's the big difference, James. Like, those people that helped me legitimately spent millions of dollars or hundreds of thousands of dollars. The people that right. helped George Clooney bought him some pizzas and gave him a couch. Right. Like, right. Yeah, but it's all relative, right. though, because I'm sure is like, it? for them, for them, like, giving him a couch or, or giving him a loan, you know, I don't think these were like millionaires helping him out. I think he's, he's kicking it to the people that, well, they are now. Yeah, they are now. <laughs> Overnight. So, guys, so guys, your best buddy gives you a million dollars. First thing you buy or do. I quit this podcast. Okay. James, <laughs> all right. You, you have to spend 20% of it on something either. You have to spend 20% of it, whether it's going into your home, whether it's buying a toy, whether it's giving $50,000 to four people. Like, what are you doing? You can invest the other eight hundred thousand. Okay, so you've got to just blow two hundred grand. Got to blow two hundred grand. Okay, interesting. So I would take Becky on a baller like two week trip across Europe because we haven't done Europe together yet. Okay, like mainly Italy, and we and then probably like we'd hit the UK because I got some family there and I sure. want to show her some stuff over there. So like like a baller trip up the Amalfi Coast. And then, you know, go at the UK and do some some sick stuff around there. And then, you know, that's obviously uh, not going to be $200,000. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah, hundred and something thousand dollars. Um, man, there's a couple of bottles of bourbon I would probably buy. <laughs> so how you spend the other $100,000? <laughs> um, wow. Yeah, I'd probably, I'd probably... Yeah, I guess. I don't know, man. Like, I could, like, you could buy a car, I guess, but no. I, I mean, I put it in the house. I probably put it in the house. Right. Fair enough. You do it backyard. I don't. Yeah. I would also. Yeah, I do the backyard. I would do the backyard. I would also take. Uh, I would also take Becky on a trip to Europe. 
That's cute. <laughs> believe it or not, believe it or not, what I would do is I'd take Tim and Becky on a trip to Europe. <laughs> wow. I, I guess I'm never Just getting that duffel James bag full of Kelly, cash from yeah. you two. <laughs> no. Um, it's, it's good to know at least Becky's going to be getting that cash no. from you two because whatever's hers is mine. So <laughs> for me, it's easy. I'd buy a boat. Like I, boat? I, th- I thought you were going to say you buy a plane. Oh, maybe I'd. Right? Hmm, maybe I'd Go get buy your, your float plane. A float plane? A, a, interesting. Those are a lot of money, though. Maybe I'd put a, a down payment on a boat plane. There you go. Yeah. A float plane. I don't, they're not called boat plane. <laughs> it's like, you can't have both, Alex. Pick one. Um, speaking of boat planes, not really, but boat Wait, trucks. Wait, I'm, I'm just did, dying to know what this is. Did you see the guy that built a truck that was large enough and powerful enough and had eight tires on it that it could literally drive in the ocean? Like, with ships next to it, like the U.S. Coast Guard next to it? No, I did not see this. Yeah. So like it's 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 propulsion in the water is just from the tires spinning like a yep. like a one of those. Well, it's not they're not even like the paddle paddle tires. They're like just yeah. big monster truck tires, but even bigger. So it has to, but it's got to be going at constant speed, right? I mean, I don't I all I know is like makes sense. It's guy in Florida drives yep, truck yep. in ocean. And like it's it's a big deal. It's on it's on the Instagrams. It's it's everywhere. You can find it, no problem. I'm actually gonna send it to James right now. Um, Perfect. It's potentially one of the most out of control, waste of money, but coolest things I've ever seen. You gotta think Sentence that he. You gotta think that it like the thing floats <clears throat> as uh, well, but it just uses its propulsion because mm, like that's risky going out in yeah, the ocean. No, no, you when slow you down at, at all. When you look at it, like it's skipping not, across a pond is one thing, dude, but like out in the ocean, it's not floating. Just watch. Oh the video. yeah, it is though. Look, yeah, okay. I mean, it's definitely floating because it's stopped. It's stopped moving and it's still floating. So it's not just the tires. Okay. Well, it's still the tires oh, are what give oh. it the motion, though. This is no, this video is unavailable or no longer exists. What? Okay, here I got it now. That is not. Yeah, I think the tires just give it the buoyancy to float, which is but also awesome. the ridges in the tires can push it forward, propel it forward. Wait wow. till you wait till you see it get out of the water, like drive out the dock. Yeah, so he's gonna have trouble taking that anywhere not in the water because it's like fifty <laughs> feet wide. Imagine. Like when you said eight tires, I assume they were sort of lined up in a row, tractor trailer style. But huh. these are monster truck four monster truck tires on each axle it's the yeah. widest vehicle ever created outside of the crawler that transports the spacecraft the coolest, from the vehicle the coolest, assembly building the coolest thing i've ever seen you think i'd get yeah. that for 200 grand but I, james uh, no i don't think you could james if he ever gets pulled over for not being street legal he can just book it to the nearest body of water and get away I, I mean, if he just booked it, books. he would run over the cop. <laughs> I don't think that thing goes anywhere quickly. <laughs> if the cop was standing at, beside the window and then the guy gassed it, the cop would not have enough time to run the distance he would have to run to clear the tires. But I just, this guy, the guy that built it, he's like in his early 20s. So like clearly, really, he's, he's smart, but he's also not. Um, <laughs> I, wonder what, I wonder what trust funds are right, like. He's, he's smart enough to like know how to figure it out or pay the right people to figure it out but also what an exorbitantly wasteful thing to do with your money so that's what you do if you get your million 
Well, no, I'm just saying we were talking about boat planes, plane boats. I mean, this is <laughs> a fair a fair segue. So, st- still on the topic of waste wasting money in irresponsible ways. Let's say you had to take your two hundred thousand dollars, and part of what you had to do was buy a piece of movie memorabilia. What would you try and buy? Oh, that's a good one. Like, would you try and buy the Batmobile? Would you try to buy, like... Hands down, and it's worth more than this, but it'd be uh, James Bond's the DB5, that Aston. Alex, that's that's a very good one. I was sitting here trying to think of a car, because I, 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 I wanted it to be a car, but I was trying to go through the movies and think what car would I want. But, yeah, dude, the the Aston from Bond is... I, I built... I, I, I spent, like... $400 and built the Lego of it. Like they did a special edition <laughs> DB five Lego. It's, yeah, it's the coolest car on earth. It's, it is, it is. You're right. You would need considerably would you, more. Would you want to get the one? Would you want to get the one with like the switches where like the fake rockets come out or, mm, I mean, no. Okay. I think that'd be, I mean, cool. I feel like I, yeah, I feel like it's not the movie memorabilia. If, okay. if, not. So I think you'd have to have that. So one. I'm just looking. I'm just looking. It's four million, which seems still pretty reasonable. I guess I don't know. I wonder if it's gone up now that Sean Connery passed away. Interesting. Sir Sean Connery passed away. Yeah. Anyways, so I still don't know. I don't know what movie memorabilia I would want. You'd probably buy something from like a Disney princess movie or something. I would I'd want probably get the, something from like Casablanca, but like what, like a fedora? I feel like that'd be like yeah. eighty bucks. I don't know. There's a p- piano in there, maybe. I bought. I bought my manager um, after I got my first check uh, for for something. I bought my manager a uh, a signed um, poster from Casablanca, signed by uh, Bogart and um, uh, Bergman. That's pretty cool. That's pretty sweet. I would buy the prosthetic head from Dan Aykroyd in Coneheads. That's solid. That's solid. I think I, I would just waste it on some fun vacation, though. That sounds yeah. I mean, that's yeah. You gotta you gotta live life. Well, this this doesn't segue cleanly to this next thing, but um, the last couple Thanksgivings we've done an episode where we talk about what we're thankful for over the last year. Mm-hmm. Thanksgiving's next week, so eh, let's not do that. Uh, what are we not? What's the thing we're the the least thankful for this year? Zoom. COVID. Zoom. <laughs> Zoom. <laughs> Zoom. I am so mad. Yeah. At whoever invented Zoom. Here's here's <laughs> my. I look. I'm right there with you. That is a great, huge great idea. I guess I don't know really. Well, why yeah, I mean he's he's worth like twelve billion dollars now. But I think here's the thing. As we talk on Skype, just FYI. Um, what what I, I think that Zoom has its its purposes certainly in today's challenging world uh, for every business pretty much, but what I resent are like like phone calls or meetings that would never have been in person or through a video conference. People doing it through Zoom now. It's like because no, just it, call me. Just call me can't. on the phone. Right. Right. But it's like I don't want to have to see and be seen on things that I never would have seen or be seen or been seen on in the past. Right. I like doing phone interviews in my PJs on my couch, looking like a slob. That's my prerogative. <laughs> I don't think everybody should just assume that zoom is now the only way people talk. That's where I hadn't even thought about that. Yeah. That's a yeah. really good point. Like every interview that we do now, you feel obliged to be in your team shirt and your hat and all the rest of it. Like again, 
this is, I mean, hashtag first world problems. Don't get me wrong. But no, at the but same I'm, time, I'm sure like, that's I'm sure that's for a lot of people where this meeting used to be a phone call. And now right. like or or it didn't even used to be a meeting. And yeah. now now people are just meeting heavy because it's easy. It's a click of a button, right? To set well, up a and meeting. And I feel like you have to you have to justify if you're working from home, you gotta be like, Well, I'm working. Look at all these meetings I'm having. Like I, I feel like there's some of that. I mean, but it's in like then you're adding. You're not speaking in the from experience, Tim. <laughs> <laughs> you literally don't have meetings or work, so <laughs> you don't. Even, do you even know what Zoom is? <laughs> have you even ever zoomed? I do work for the magazine. We have a lot of. I'm Zooms. just. I'm just kidding. And if you'd like um, to subscribe to the Saturday Evening Post, go to SaturdayEveningPost.com. I can't wait for that ad check to show up in the bank account. <laughs> <laughs> It'll go with uh, what, the root and bone one that uh, we're still waiting on. <laughs> hey, you guys have a calm dinner anytime you want to come by root and bone in Indianapolis, 46 in college. It would um, be a lot cheaper for you to just pay us for the ad because you know how how I'm going to take advantage of that. Well, yeah, booze not included. Oh, well, I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Tim, what are you Money safe. thankful for? I don't know, man. I just wish like uh, I just miss like meeting strangers. Like just that, being at a bar well, and talking I, I with somebody not. randomly. Yeah, I know you don't. Yeah. I don't know. I, I just really enjoy like sitting at a bar and having a conversation with the bartender, having a conversation with the people around. I just I don't know. You're good at that. that. You are you are that kind of person. I feel like I feel like that's a like you're all in or not into that kind of scenario. I feel like there's only two kinds of people when it comes to that. And we have both of them on this show. Yeah, because James, I feel like you're that. No, not the same way you are. When like out in public with people you don't know, I'm like I can I can make it work, but like I'm if I'm sitting at a bar, I'm probably not going to strike up a conversation with the guy next to me. If he strikes up a conversation with me, you know, I'll talk to him for sure. But you're the kind of guy that would like look over. No, Alex wouldn't. So I'm kind of in the middle between you two. Alex, did you get that link about digital escape rooms I sent you? I didn't open it. Uh, let me open it. It looked also, interesting. It looked like it's like twenty five bucks, so I don't know if I hate it. You don't really oh, like escape rooms with us. I love escape. Well, I've never been invited. You guys are always out in LA together and do escape rooms, and I'm not. I'm not there. Um, that's but why you're. Uh, that's why you're number one. You can just buy a game. To be, to be honest, we, we don't. We don't want you there. Yeah. Oh, that's that's fair. No, that's totally fair. Yeah. Let's just say you're you're not on either of our Toomey lists. Wow. I mean, <laughs> you're on my Toomey list. You're just not on my escape room list. Like it's different. Thanks. I mean, I think I'm actually offended. Part of me actually would rather be on the escape room list because it means that you value my problem solving skills and intellect, where as uh, the other one, you're just giving me money, <laughs> which is also cool. But like. I don't know if I should be offended by that. I feel like I'm a little bit offended by it. I don't know. I don't know. I'm going to sleep on that one. I might be mad at you in the morning. I'm not sure. Okay. Get, well, let me know get, at the gym. Yeah. You'll get to the gym and I'm either going to talk to you or I'm not. And you're going to know why. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I can't wait. Today, today, was a funny, today was a funny day at the gym because Alex walks in. <laughs> two funny things happen. First, Alex walks in with a giant paper bag filled with stuff. And it was all bottles of bourbon that I had collected over various race weekends that I had no way to get back to the house because I was flying, you know, carry on. So Alex just put him in his bus and he emptied his bus. So he showed up with this this giant bag full of bourbon. It's like you had forgot how much bourbon I I accumulated on Alex's bus. 
And then I had a uh, dry clean shirt and a pair of shoes for Alex that I had borrowed. And so we walk in the gym and he gives me this massive thing of booze. I give him a nice pressed shirt and a pair of designer leather. <laughs> and everyone boots. else in the gym was like, um, it, you're like, what? Here's one thing I love about that story. I have I have a suit of Alex's just in that closet too. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so we all just well, we all just have clothes at each other's places. Yeah. Yeah. And I just, I just kind of looked at everybody. Much I looked at everybody. We're like, don't don't try to understand this dynamic. Just accept it. <laughs> and then so then the other funny part was Alex had like a change of clothes with him, right? Which you bring a change of clothes if you're gonna shower at the gym and go straight somewhere rather than go home. And so I was like, oh, where are you headed after the gym? And he said, flying. And I said, oh, where to? And he looked at me and blankly stared for a second and goes, in circles? <laughs> <laughs> I had not put together that he meant flying lessons. So right. that, I mean, was, that gave me a good laugh. To be fair. How'd your I lesson go? I should clarify. It went good, James. And thanks for the, the good luck text. I didn't have to use a parachute today, so that was good. But That's good. I'm gonna, yeah. I'm Do actually, you have one? Yeah, I'm going to be honest. I sucked at flying today. Like, was it they, because you were so tired? Potentially, I, I don't know that I was that tired. I was just, I, I, I didn't want to be there. It was just one of those days. I wanted to go home. I had a lot of stuff to do at home. There, like, my to do list was really long, and like, <clears throat> I, it's hard to 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 get lessons this time of year when the weather's good, right? Just obviously because right. you know, it's November going on December and there's going to be days where you just can't fly. So it was a beautiful day today. And so I booked it last night. And then it was like, as I was driving there, I was like, I don't want to do this. I just don't. I'm not in the mood. So I, you, you do it. And I just, I, it's like when you're in a race car and you drive poorly, I missed a lot of apexes in the plane today, bro. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and, Missing and I, break points, wide of apexes. And the pilot was like, you're doing really good. I was like, no, I'm not. Shut up. <clears throat> Don't tell me I'm doing good. <clears throat> so, yeah, it was frustrating. But anyways, we're here. Everyone's alive. Planes in one piece. So You well, survived. This, this goes a bit to something I wanted to talk to. And, uh, Alex, I'm sorry in advance. But with, with Sebring... Uh, you you had a you had a thing where the, there was an issue with the car within the I first didn't. hour. Right. Okay, okay. The team had. I was an issue sitting with there the car eating lunch. The actually, yeah. yeah. So that texting me profanities. <laughs> obviously, when the race starts and you're you drop what thirteen laps back, you're not fighting for a win, but you still have to go out there and drive your four hours. So, like, how do you? Is it is it at all similar with with the mindset when you're in the plane versus like when you're in the car and you have to keep going? So here's the thing, Tim. Um, so endurance racing is very different, obviously, because you know it, had that happened in a in an indie car race, you would just stop, right? You're not going to repair the car and go back out there. In a in a 10, 12, 24 hour endurance race, you know, there's the potential that through that amount of time that other people are also going to have problems. So you want to be out there to potentially. Yeah. Um, which, which get, did end up happening for the championship. Well, not really, but I, I so, it? well, it, it, it all worked out to the fact that we won the championship. And I thought that was because, you know, we did a really good job to, you know, get some laps back, but also bring the car across the line in the, in the face of adversity. And I was at lunch with James two days ago or yesterday. I don't know. And he was like, how does it feel to know that 
you, you went to Sebring for nothing. And I was like, what are you talking about? And he was like, well, you finished eighth and there was only eight cars. So no matter if you hadn't gone there or had you stopped an hour in, it would have been the same exact result. We didn't actually <laughs> accomplish anything in those 11 hours. The oh, other cars, <laughs> the other cars definitely, you know, took themselves out of contention, but us finishing had nothing to do with us winning the championship. Oh, no. We could have <laughs> not shown up. Well, I feel like you had to start to get right, last to, place to points. Get sorry, but you, sorry, sorry. You could have started the race, pulled in on lap one, and gone to the pool at the, it would have been, the hotel there, the Chateau Alain. We could have celebrated the championship the exact same way. At oh, exact no. same way. That is, yeah. Ugh. Yes. So, Tim, I didn't, I didn't put that together either. So, like, during those 11 hours, you're, like, you're still very focused because you're still fighting for a championship in your you gotta mind. got to bring this home. got to bring this counts. home. Every point counts. And I literally flew home with, like, at least that contentment of, well, we accomplished something. Got through all day Sunday, Sunday night, Monday morning, Monday at lunch. It all came apart. Thank you, James. I really, <laughs> really appreciate that. Bearer oh. of really okay news. So that is yeah. that is and a gut punch. Here's what's yeah. here's what's really frustrating. <clears throat> so obviously, the seven car won the championship, which is what we went there to do, um, and uh, an amazing turnaround for those guys after what was a, a, a dismal three opening races of legitimately finishing last slash eighth, um, and they. People, you know, the internet and people have like called me for interviews or whatever. It's like, oh, how's it feel to be a a champion? And I'm like, oh, I'm not. Like, let's be honest. They won that championship because they won, you know, four out of the last six races. Elio and Ricky did. Um, I was just the the beneficiary of of their um of their results and and the job that they did. Obviously, Petit, you know, we were we were on the podium. Uh, which was good, but then other than that, 2018 when I when I first joined this program, or sorry, 2019 when I first joined this program, um, we had a, a third place in Daytona, which was which was good, and then the 12 hours of Sebring, we were multiple laps down um, because of an issue at the start. I didn't do petite in 2019 because I was in Australia with James. Daytona this year. Uh, we got hit out of the race three hours into the 24-hour race and drove around 20-odd laps down. Petite, I, I, I mentioned, and Sebring I just mentioned. So of the five races I did, three of them have been multiple laps down. And it's it's tough. Like, it's it, it sucks because, like, there's it's not like you're a lap yeah. down, right? And you're fighting to 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 wait for that yellow and to get back on the lead lap and then to be fighting again. You're literally because you can't just drive around like an idiot either. You you still have to be on pace and and you know, yeah. doing doing it some level of of job, right? And so you're working quite hard and you're going through these pretty, you know, um exhaustive efforts and, and these long races. Um but you're actually fighting for nothing, which is a very weird thing to think about. But that is endurance sports car racing in a nutshell. So sh- and, I mean, that, should we add that, that sometimes to the list? even happens? Of what of things that he doesn't, he's not thankful for. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, I am. I'm super thankful to be a part of the program, and it was it was an amazing program. And and Acura Team Penske accomplished 
a hell of a lot in three years, two driver's championships, the team championship this year. I mean, it's, it's a, well, you'd expect nothing less from Team Penske, quite frankly. All right. Well, sticking with the theme of motivation, I've been wanting to talk a couple weeks about how you guys motivate yourself when you're working out. Like if it's the off season, I mean, I know you guys go to the gym all the time, but it, do you have something that like gets you in the mood to work out and motivate yourself? Or is it just, hey, this is my job. I'm a professional athlete. It comes with the territory. I'm just going to work out. I just have a poster of Scott Dixon above my bed on the ceiling. <laughs> so I wake up every morning and I'd be like, I bet that bastard's already done an hour. All right, honey, I'm going to the gym. <laughs> so for me, <clears throat> for me, like because we're fortunate enough to have a training facility here in Indy, um, you're you already kind of have accountability. Like there's people expecting sure. you and waiting on you being there. If it was just a gym that had all the same equipment, but no people like that's tough. Like, like, you know, when you're on the road or whatever and you need to work out, like for me, motivation purely comes from, from angry music, um, which matches my personality. <laughs> but, but this, when, hold on time out. I can confirm that when we, when, when the lockdown first happened, when everything shut down back in March, April, and we, we were like COVID bubble buddies, right? So Alex and Kelly were the only couple that, the only other people that Becky and I saw for like six weeks. And that was kind of our COVID bubble. And Alex had a gym in his basement. So I was, we, we've talked about it. I was going over there every morning and <laughs> training with Alex in his basement. And the, mu- the music he would put on, like I'd come home and Becky was like, so how was your workout today? I'm like, yeah, it was, it was you know, it was fine. It was good. And she'd be like, what's with the music? I'm like, what do you, what do you mean? What's, how do you, what are you talking about? She was like, Kelly would take like, like from Kelly's office, she's working, she's doing her job (laughs) and through the floor is just hearing this like angry death metal and it's like recording and sending it to Becky. Like, (laughs) how am I supposed to get work done? So sorry, your motivation from death metal is not thankful for, you know, can we, like, can we get a specific song? Like what's, what's your go-to? I'm dying to know. Oh, um, Anything by Five Finger Death Punch is a good start. <laughs> okay. All right. <laughs> That's a band. There's a band based out of Las Vegas, which makes sense. Um, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, go listen to like their Jekyll and Hyde. Or... That's, that's a reference to, uh, to Kill Bill, right? With the Five Finger Death Punch. I don't know the background or how they settled on the name. I just love their album artwork. You can check it out. It's pretty wild, pretty aggressive. Lots of guns and knives and chainsaws and stuff like that so <laughs> well james i feel like you're not the angry music kind of guy what's what's your like workout music i'm like i'm like a classic rock like i love acdc like if, if i had to pick kind of one one band to listen to to like work out or like you know get hyped up before getting in the race car it's that it would be those guys so like not i'm not you know listening to john Mayer circa 1998 or whatever whenever he was successful but um, I'm definitely not listening to Five Finger Death Punch. <laughs> I mean, loss. to be fair though, I listened to it while we worked out in your house, and it was fine. I I, I get it. I get why some people need that inner rage brought out through music. If you could call that noise music, <laughs> <laughs> a lot of loud banging and people screaming. <laughs> So, uh, so I'd love to get like some. Your, I'd love to get um, some viewer suggestions for uh, for Alex's uh, death metal playlist for working out. If you guys know any bands or songs that you think 
would would suit that well. I mean, well I'm not just shine. Well. I'm not just five finger death punch. Like I like shine down. Um, <clears throat> Richard Cheese. What? Have you are you you a Ramstein guy? Not really. I I prefer Smashing Pumpkins over Ramstein. Yeah, I mean, I I I'm I'm open to to options, but I've got my like go to twenty five songs or whatever. I'm also quite into Big Booty Mix, which for those of you (laughs) that think that's really inappropriate, it's not. That's not a lie. Yeah, and it's not. it's, It's a great. It's a great mix. It's a great mix. There's 18 of them. They're called Big Booty Mixes. They're done by two friends, literally. It's called Two Friends. They're also two pals. Um, and it's like a, a compilation of, of like current hits, but like, but like mixed together. It's just a. They're like mashups, a mixtape. right? Mashups. Can, can we make yeah. off track like playlists for people to work out? Sure. You guys curate. Maybe, maybe you curate one or we curate two of them. I mean, James's will have a lot of Brian Adams and stuff. Dion. <laughs> Celine Dion, Shania Twain, yeah. mine, mine, mine would just be the Hamilton sound. Sean Mendez, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Because it's a great, it's a great album. Hey, it's I've great... lost like fifty pounds in the last Not year from working out. I, I occasionally <laughs> jog. Well, you you went through a swimming phase a while back where you were swimming every day. Yeah, I can't really listen to music when you do that, though. Well, you can. You sure I, can. I have waterproof. Uh, goggle I, like I would get those bones. and then they would work for like a month and it would be a great month and then they'd break and it's like do I want to spend another $150 on this or and then no, I go like two months where it's not they're working. literally goggles you have just goggles? get the alright send me a link to that because I want that yeah. okay no he doesn't want the link he wants you to just send him the goggles <laughs> that too and maybe maybe a, a bedside table to go with my coffee table. Right. and maybe <laughs> nine nine hundred thousand nine hundred ninety nine thousand eight hundred and twenty dollars so all in it's do you you think everybody was like i get to keep the toomey case too yeah 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 no for sure that was (laughs) that was toomey cases are nice even better he asks for the cases back and then returns them to get his money back (laughs) that's that's a guy that appreciates a dollar you know he's got respect (laughs) for a hard-earned dollar (laughs) he wanted to make sure they got to their death, the bills got to their destination in style and in uh, quality craftsmanship. But like, now give them back, and I'll return them. <laughs> well, guys, um, I know I'm anxiously awaiting one of us to make enough money to justify giving the other two million dollars cash in a suitcase. Um, feel like it's going to be. If a it minute, didn't happen so- when he won the five hundred, I don't think we're getting it from Alex. Yeah, I don't know if you know how much money you actually win when you get the Indy 500, but like, it's not going to be us winning the Indy 500. It's yeah. going to be something way different than that. You're not going to find out how much we make on this podcast. <laughs> That's no. So, uh, in the, uh, yeah, in the meantime, uh, thank you all for listening. I want to throw out a huge thanks to Fanimation and especially John Wirtz from Animation, uh, Fanimation who helped set this up. Uh, and the guys at Andretti Autosport that helped get the uh, the decals on it. Wait, is it? Do you guys say decal or decal? Decal. <clears throat> I, I, it's decal. I have one quick okay. thing that I need to, I need to bring up to James, and I know we're out of time, but here it is, James. I was Alex. in at Andretti today, um, doing signing some stuff, and they said you were in, and I was like, oh, oh, what was he doing? And um, your engineer or part-time engineer, I don't know, technical director guy, Eric, was like, oh, yeah, yeah no, he was dropping off his his Firestone tire sheet from the barber test. And I was like, oh, okay. 
cool. Um, a, that was three weeks ago, and they send out <laughs> that 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 form the day after. B, mm-hmm. um, do you are you do you not own a computer? You know you can just Alex, type it he in was picking and email up the it. Fan. You don't. He have was picking to, up. No, no, he was no. picking up the but, fan. But today. James went to the effort of printing this, filling it out, and then hand delivering it instead of he, either of these options. Filling it out on lied the computer. To, he was at the shop it. to pick up the fan because they were putting the decals on it today. So, so you're both right. Um, all right, <laughs> allow me to interject. I was at the shop to pick up the fan. That is true. Uh, I did whilst there drop off a Firestone sheet. Um, Two things. First, my other part-time engineer uh, didn't know that those sheets existed after the test, and so I only got it a f- probably a week after the test. So and still two weeks I looked ago. at the sheet, <clears throat> right? So I looked at the sheet, and I was like, you know what? The way this sheet's format and stuff, it's kind of annoying in to fill out on a computer. It would take me way less time to just fill it out by hand. So I printed it out and I filled it out, and then I've just been very uh, negligent for the in viewers back to the, the shop. for the viewers this is the sheet it's it's one page and there are six check boxes that you can tick and two little mm-hmm. boxes that you can type in very simple it's probably the simplest form to use <laughs> on a computer no because getting like going to the right little box to be like you know negative two understeer or whatever like it's just for you me just it's easier to just write it. it you click wait i mean we know how he is oh. with technology Mine didn't, mine didn't just, I don't know. Maybe it did. I've never, I don't know. I just, I think it's a, I'm not gonna lie. I think it's a poorly laid out sheet. Not, not only, I'm, I'm not only were you three weeks late, you it. also gave it to them in the most inefficient way possible, aside from carrier pigeon. Uh, smoke signals. I didn't, I didn't try that. That could have been another way of doing it. Would have been worse than carrier pigeon. All right, guys. Well, I guess I just suck. I'm not going on trips with either of these two if they win a bunch of money. I'm not getting a million dollars from either of these two anytime soon, but I hope Becky sends me postcards from wherever you guys take her. Thanks for listening. Thanks to Fanimation, and we'll see you next week for the Thanksgiving special. Wherever we take her, it'll be via plane boat. Thanks so much for listening to Off Track with Hinch and Rossi. Keep in contact with us on Twitter and Instagram. Our handle is at AskOffTrack. Or you can follow us individually. We're at Hinchtown and at Alexander Rossi. If you want to follow Tim, though we have no idea why you would, he's at the Tim Durham. We really need to get that changed to at producer Tim. The music you heard today is by Ryan Dan of Holland Patton Public Library. Off Track with Hinch and Rossi is produced by Tim Durham. And by that, I mean thin. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.